0: I feel blessed That's ever evident uh, I'm the best I've ever been okay. So without- Good evening, good people. How y'all doing? It is Friday, November 3rd. Yes, we are in the month of November. And when we talk college football, which is bearing down the gridiron, it's going to get even more interesting as we hit that fateful month. The college football playoff rankings are out. I will get to those in a minute. But for today, I'm not alone. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm bringing to you the man. Who is the head of Snowman Multimedia? He has been doing this for so long. He has so much knowledge that I can't even stop him. Ladies and gentlemen, the host of Snowman in the Morning, Monday through Fridays, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Central Time, Brian Snow.
1: Good evening, Playmaker. How are you, my friend? I'm good to kidding. have. What's good to be on? with you. How hey, you it's doing? hey, it's good to be with you, my friend. Very good to be with you.
0: Uh, welcome to the show. Your first Thank time you. actually getting to talk all college football with me. Right. So as we get started, for those of you who are faithful followers, y'all know how I roll. I have to start with the two-minute drill. And as we kick off the two-minute drill, I got first two articles on the screen for you. Deon Santa wants Colorado players ran birth off a robbery. And then you have Dabo Sweeney doubles down saying critics won't steal my joy. Snowman, what do you want to start off at?
1: Sorry, us start with Dabo Sweeney.
0: All right. Go for it.
1: Dabo, shut up. Shut up. Get your team ready to play ball. Finish out the season because there is no chance for you to represent the ACC in the college football playoff. To your standards, you've had a horrible season. You lost 28 to seven to Duke. That should identify how your, your season has gone. And you know, and you know what's bad. The more he doubles down, the more his team doesn't perform well i'll just say it that way
0: (laughs) well those of you who have listened to me you already know how i feel about this season when it comes to clemson because uh i picked them to win the acc Mm -hmm. and i got ousted before the month of november even got here
1: yeah i think you took yourself out after the duke loss
0: no i took myself out after they lost to um miami ah when they had the game one, up 10 points in the fourth quarter.
1: Up 10 in the fourth quarter.
0: Yep. And Miami outscored you 20, outscored you 21, nothing all the rest of the way.
1: And I still don't know how that happened. To this moment, I still don't know
0: how that happened. I am, I'm, ah. Uh, <laughs> in other news, but we go to Dion Sanders real quick. Yes. I agree with Coach Prime. UCLA, how do you let somebody go in their locker room and steal their stuff? Yeah. During the game. Agree. How does that even happen?
1: Why does that even happen?
0: Like I That's I need I need I need some answers here, okay? hmm Coach Prime needs some answers. Those things are not supposed to happen. So yes, either UCLA or the NCAA y'all reimburse those players properly
1: and you should reimburse the school as well, to be perfectly honest. Got to reimburse the school as well because they traveled to Pasadena with the thought that their materials as well as themselves would be encased in safety. And in this case, their things were not. So there better be some reimbursement coming.
0: You say they do better. Please. Moving on to our next articles. Leaving Pat 12 screws opposed Oregon State and in motion. And then the Big Ten, you know, released their 2024 conference schedule. Snowman, what would you like to begin with?
1: Hmm. Let me start with the Big Ten.
0: All right. So with the Big Ten, they have came out and said that USC's first Big Ten game is at Michigan but they are keeping the Oregon-Washington rivalry alive. Thoughts, Snowman?
1: Fix this thing, will you please? That Fix this thing, will you please? I know why USC... Well, hello, Winnie. I know... See, Winnie wants to get in on the fun, too. I know why USC and UCLA are leaving for the Big Ten. Shame on you, Pac-10 for not getting a media deal done and not keeping things the way that they need to be and make, and making them better. I like this to the uh, Southwest, Southwest Conference uh, dealings after 95 and 96. They merged, of course, with the Big 8, and they became the Big 12. USC will open their conference schedule at Michigan. That is going to be a logistical nightmare. Good luck.
0: Who knows? Will Kelly Williams still be around?
1: I say no. He needs to be, but I say no. You say no. He need he needs another season. Will he take it? I don't think so.
0: So going through the article, so we have that we have UCLA taking two cross country trips in that season as well. Mm-hmm. Now only they keeping the Oregon Washington rivalry alive, but they're also keeping the Calif- the LA school. Continue to battle each other. Mm-hmm. They'll also keep USC and Washington to battle each other, and they actually got a date for that. They will play each other November second in Seattle. But there will be no Oregon and USC matchup next year.
1: I guess USC got tired of Oregon kicking them in the tail.
0: <clears throat> so that's where we at right here. And speaking of the Pac twelve, mm-hmm. the schools that are leaving that includes Oregon, Washington. USC, UCLA, and then Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State, Utah. They are not pleased with the fact that uh, the two schools that will be still with the conference somewhat of giving them power.
1: Oops, that's all I have. Oops, it's an it's an exodus that shouldn't happen. But it is happening, and now the legal system is involved. As I said earlier, good luck.
0: So the thing is, with if power is given to Oregon State and Washington, the schools that are leaving feel like that would further hurt the conference because they will lose revenue.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I don't know where the talks are at thus far, because they at one point, they were supposed to be talking with the Mountain West and um, haven't heard nothing yep. since.
1: Nope, that was a couple months ago.
0: Nope. So, uh, we, um, yeah, y'all, y'all need to figure something out. I need y'all and to figure something out here, because I can't fast. keep doing this, you know. It's not what I'm And
1: doing. And fast. You need to figure it out
0: fast. Moving on to our next article. Oklahoma Nama adds to Bedlam Fire with Mike Gundy. Yeah. So we have a defensive tackle here who at once was playing for Oklahoma State.
1: Mm -hmm. Decided
0: to transfer to Oklahoma. Mm Mm-hmm. And by the way, if those of you who want to name is that'll be Trace Ford. He said here, quote, not once did he, not once, and he doesn't care that I love. He's saying that Mike Gundy and the coaching style didn't, they didn't care. But he wanted to leave. Like, go for it, leave. No women's in stopping him or nothing. No asking, is there something that we can do to work this out? No, nah, let's go home and leave. So now, with this week coming up, a very opportune time for Mister Ford to speak out, Snowman.
1: Okay, they let you leave. Prove your worth. Do it on the field. That's all I got. Do it on the field. If they were so, if they were so nonchalant about you leaving, then prove to them on the field that it's their loss.
0: Enough said. I'll, I'll have more on this game later in the show. <laughs> True more here. Uh, the Big 12 unveiled 16-team conference football matchup through 2027. Now, I didn't get all to this, so I just got next year's scheduling. Mm-hmm. And here's what it looks like. As you can see here, the top part is the teams that will be on on the way and the teams that they'll be hosting. For example, Arizona will be hosting Arizona State next year, Colorado, Texas Tech, Houston, and West Virginia. They'll be going to BYU. They'll be going to Utah, TCU, and UCF.
1: Uh-huh. Have fun. So- Looking,
0: at, looking at this, you know, some of the things I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to Colorado and Coach Prime heading to Baylor. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that because Baylor need to have a bounce back season, and that'll be you too, of Coach Prime. And you know, Coach Prime will be on a mission.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: That should be interesting for me to watch next year. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's look at TCU. TCU at Utah. <laughs> mm, interesting matchup.
1: That'll be fun.
0: That would be quite a fun one. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just to see the Big Ten look different, it just amazes me how different the Big 12 looks now. Mm-hmm. To that year. mm-hmm. There's no Texas. There's no Oklahoma because they'll be coming to the
1: South. They'll be coming to the SEC.
0: So it's interesting to see how they did this. Now they did order it to twenty twenty seven, so they already got they're already four years ahead.
1: Yeah, they're locked in. They're locked in.
0: But any matchup that's that's surprising to you right now? Looking forward to next season in the Big Twelve.
1: No, no. Everybody get busy, get on the field, and play ball. Nothing. Nothing looks like. Nothing stands out. Yet, I'm just waiting for all the recruiting wars to happen. That's going once be a the re- and once the recruiting wars start happening, then you'll figure out. Then you'll figure out, and you'll see which matchups uh, will uh, will supersede over others.
0: Good point. They are keeping the holy war together because BYU will be traveling to Utah. Good.
1: That. Good.
0: You might be able to call that game snowman.
1: I just might. I just I just might have to do that one.
0: So that's something to look forward to next season with mm-hmm. the big 12, all right? And there's a lot of them. There's <laughs> a lot, yeah. There's a lot. It's a lot. All right, we're going to take our first break of the the show, then when we come back, we got to recap the weekend, and I'm not looking forward to it whatsoever.
1: (laughs) When he is. (laughs) Oh, my God.
2: We'll be back. Welcome to Ringside Chaos, the professional wrestling discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. The only professional wrestling podcast in the world where pro wrestling is discussed passionately, with confidence, with great knowledge, and most of all, in the most sophisticated way. So brace yourselves, ladies and gentlemen, because chaos is about to be unleashed. With Tony Khan now being in talks to Bowie WWE, I'm going to be honest with you. I spoke to this with Ricky Litwinkoich, aka the master of mayhem, and he honestly believes that me talking about Tony Khan buying WWE is basically I'm kind of wasting my time because Ricky believes it's never going to happen. Okay. Now I now don't get me wrong, Ricky, I respect his I respect what he says. He's he could very well be correct, but I got to be honest with you. The fact that Khan is interested in supposedly buying WWE I mean, to me that's definitely worth talking about. Now, <laughs> now I should mention this. Shout out to Ricky by the way. And I gotta mention this, that even Jim Cornette already had something to say. And he said, and I quote, ridiculous to think that could happen, unquote. He's <laughs> a wrestling fan that's been super supportive of Brody Lee as a wrestler and everything that WWE could have done with him, and you know everything that he could have shown and you know offered for the wrestling business. You know, for me, I ju- I wasn't just a fan of Brody Lee himself, like in character. I strongly respected him. You know, as a human being, like I had a lot of respect for Jonathan Huber. You know, that's Mister Brody Lee's real name. So basically, I had a lot of respect for Brody Lee, Lou Harper, and of course, Mister Jonathan Huber. This particular episode was about world class championship wrestling, and th- the episode title is you know WCCW wrestling's lone star legacy and because i am the bear of texas and i do hail from the dallas fort worth area of the state of texas world-class championship wrestling was basically my territory as far as being a wrestling fan goes ladies and gentlemen ringside chaos is available on all streaming platforms including spotify apple podcasts google podcasts amazon music and youtube
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Baron Down and Gridiron to play Mickey up. Joined by the snowman, making his first appearance on Baron Down and Gridiron to talk some college football with me. And speaking of which, this is where this is where snowman has fun at my expense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Gridiron Roundup. and to see here's our here was our campus tour slate as you see we had an upsetting lawrence kansas with the kansas jay house upset in oklahoma Plenty, texas,
1: kansas.
0: texas <laughs> sending a message to the big 12 and, mm-hmm. and using byu as that message georgia <laughs> dropping 43 down in duval against the florida yep. gators oregon sending a message not only to the practice but to everybody else who thought they were done after washington uh-huh in south Lake city we had a shout out down in the ACC in Louisville, Kentucky. And speaking of Kentucky, that's a Kentucky Rockets took an L at home to SEC East Robert, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Now, let's jump right into it. The upset of the ranked teams. Number six, OU suffered their first loss in New Orleans, Kansas, as they got upset 38 to 33 by the Kansas Jayhawks. And sticking with the Big 12, Texas' domination from start to finish over BYU, 35 to 6. No, man? We starting with the Big 12.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I think Texas just got their warm-up game out of the way for the stretch run to uh, possibly get them to the uh, conference title game. And because because of that, I have them in the conference title game and they just, I don't, I don't know. It's it's, they, they need to fix the problems at quarterback because Quinn Ewers is out with an injury. They did good on this one, but I love the fact that Oklahoma got taken down by Kansas. Oklahoma went up 21 17 at halftime and took their foot off the gas. They regained the lead late in the fourth quarter But then they allow Kansas to march right down the field and score and win win the game with less than a minute to go. And that was a game I was looking at at covering. But watch Kansas. If you all know anything about Kansas, when they are good in football, think of the year 2007 when they got close to Missouri, nearly upset Missouri in Kansas City. So this is going to be a good stretch run for Kansas.
0: This up, Sam Shady from Shady Sports Network. Thank you for joining and watching today, Brent Venable's. What's the side of the ball that you coach? <laughs> <laughs> Because if I recall correctly, when you when you was on Dabo's Sweeney stuff, I'm pretty sure you coached one side of the ball, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I'm my memory serves me correctly, because, you know, I'm getting up there in age, you know, I'm in my 30s now. <laughs> but I do recall that you coached defense, right?
1: Mm, supposedly. But Where's see, the I, defense? I Be, but, see, I don't know either. I'm really up there in age where's know.
2: the defense
0: <laughs> <sighs> After this morning when I could have sworn when I saw the high I was like well I don't know how the office is going to look but Oklahoma damn sure going to have a defense that's for sure Uh,
1: no no
0: like your your, your defense couldn't get one stop it's Like may you have couldn't... three shots you couldn't, you couldn't get once st- like what like one stop? Like I I'm I'm literally trying to figure out
1: <laughs>
0: why the side of the ball that got you the head coaching job at Oklahoma ain't showing up. See, this is what Snowman doesn't see a lot. Because I'm only on his show one once a week. Right. So he don't get to see this part of me a lot. <laughs> Now you open the door for the team that you beat down in Dallas, Texas. Yep, the Red River <clears throat> showdown in Texas who smacked BYU around. Yep, they got a second chance at life. mm-hmm And what you all the college football playoff rankings and you see what the committee did to OU in Texas. Oh, like, dear, hey, wait to that. Oh, now, dear. I don't got nothing to say about Texas BYU. will say what I said. <laughs> <laughs> to a cartel party, right mm-hmm. here in Jetsonville, Florida, Duval County, and it was the number one team in the land of Georgia Bulldogs going against their biggest rivalry, the Florida Gators. <laughs> now, before I get started, there was a lot of people who were mad because, uh, it. I'm gonna ask you this question, Snowman. Yes, sir. Okay. Are you supposed to defend your team no matter what? Or are you supposed to go with what your head is telling you? God. Because not only me, but another guy who is actually well more known than me. They're actually, my fact, beloved in in Gainesville, Florida, right? In Gainesville, Florida. Tim Tebow, as you know, he does SEC Nation. Yep. They was in my city Mm -hmm. for this game. And they had Tim Tebow, and you know, they had to make their pick. Yep. Tim Tebow picked the Georgia Bulldogs <laughs> to win the game.
1: He sure did.
0: You know who I picked to win the game? I picked the Georgia Bulldogs to win the game.
1: Mm
0: hmm. Why does people get up in arms all of a sudden? Like, how y'all gonna pick Georgia? Um, do you not see that team? <laughs> do you not see the kind of team we have? <laughs> I'm going to say this again, and I got it from the man himself, Lee Carso. I forgot what year it was, but it was year Tim Tebow was the quarterback for the Florida Gators, okay?
1: 2007.
0: And it was it was a game in Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. It was the annual game, Florida and Florida State. College mm-hmm. game day was there. Yep. Lee Carso said this. He said, I love Florida State. <laughs> love them Seminoles. Yep. Oh, all that. Mm-hmm. He looked dead at the camera. He said this. He said, this is business. Yes. He put on the head gear. Mm-hmm. Florida actually won that game, and they actually dominated that game, by the way.
1: Oh, yeah. They did.
0: Like I said last week, this ain't personal. This is business.
1: <laughs> this is business.
0: And I picked Georgia, and you see what happened.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 40. And remember, Georgia was minus Brock Bowers. Didn't matter.
0: And I still, and me and Tebow still picked Georgia.
1: And Oscar Delp, watch him next year. Watch Oscar. I'm telling y'all right now. Watch Oscar Delp.
0: You know, you know what happened? You know what Curry Smart did? Curry Smart pulled an Urban Myers. Mm hmm. You know how? <laughs> Carson Beck. <laughs> Guess where he's from?
1: Jacksonville, Florida.
0: (laughs) Hello? (laughs) Number one team in the land did their thing to my dismay. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, you you know, you know, how you tell me how it is when you know an ass whooping is coming and there's (laughs) nothing you can do about it. It's
2: not it, a thing. You
0: just a know thing. what's going to happen. And you know you can't do nothing about it. You have to sit there and take it. hmm
1: That's
0: like the worst feeling
1: that's, ever. That's, 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 that's Florida. And I am being called away because um, my better half is saying meet her for dinner. So... I'm going to go ahead and get on out of here. I want to say thank you to you, Playmaker, for having me. I want to say thank you to the folks for uh, taking in my my knowledge. But I'm going to go have a date night. So I will see you all at a later time. Thank you all for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Oh, hey, that snowman from Snowman in the Morning. I'll be seeing him next week.
1: Yes, sir. All
0: right. So we knew what was coming. We know we was going to lose this game. There was no way we was going to win this game. And it showed. That, that's that. And then we head down to the game of the week. Salt Lake City. College game day was there. It was 13 ranked Utah hosting the 8th ranked Oregon Ducks. Loser of this one is pretty much done in the Pac-12 and in the college football playoff rankings. Oregon has had a hard time against Utah. But not this past weekend. Oregon sent the message. In the message they sent, Utah had no answers for the Ducks, 35-6, to beating. Duke got shut out in Louisville. Oh, my. Duke not having a starting quarterback is a problem. Now, they won last night because they played last night. I, I got it before you right here. i got it for you right here hold on let me go to it they want like they had they was they hosted wait for us last night they escaped their home 24 of of the Forest. but last week they they louisville put it to them louisville put it to them and, and standing in the state of kentucky going to less kentucky where the kentucky rock has hosted the tennessee volunteers where the tennessee volunteers walked out of with the six point win Back and forth affair and, you know, Tennessee was able to hold them off just long enough to get that win. Big win for them. But we're not done yet. UCLA chopped down Coach Prine in the Colorado Buffalo State. Their sandals was taking a beating left and right. He was walking off the field with a limp. He was getting destroyed. And then Georgia Tech took down North Carolina. Mike Brown, what is going on with your team? You you took an unsuspected loss to the University of Virginia, who only had won one game up to that point. And now you are going to Atlanta and you end up offering a shootout with the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. What is going on with North Carolina right now? What? Somebody give me some answers here. I, I need to know what's going on here. Somebody tell me something because I need to know. And then the, the, ups, the big upset of the weekend. Number 11, Oregon State falling to Arizona. Oregon State, they put themselves in the dire straits of holes for losing that game in the Pac-12. Now, here are the CFP rankings here. Number one, Ohio State. Number two, Georgia. Number three, Michigan. Number four, Florida State. Those were the rankings that came out from the CFP. The committee came and they said Ohio State is the, has the best resume so far. And that's why they are ranked number one ahead of the two-time reigning national defending champions, the Georgia Bulldogs. Michigan is undefeated. They haven't played nobody, but their schedule gets tougher starting this month. They have Penn State, Ohio State, and I think they have a trip to Minnesota as well, which is never a fun place to go. Florida State, they have Miami coming up. I think that's probably their last big test is the Miami Hurricanes before they head down to the Swan Thanksgiving weekend to take on the Florida Gators. That's about it for them. So a lot of games to be played. You see Oregon, you see Washington, you see Oregon, Texas, Alabama, Oklahoma, Old Miss, Penn State, Missouri, Louisville, LSU, Notre Dame, Oregon State, Tennessee, Utah, UCLA, USC, Kansas, Oklahoma State. Kansas State, Tulane, and Air Force. Here's all the teams that we're committed to really paying attention to right here. The top six, two Pac-12 teams are both on the outside looking in. But it's, like I said, it's a lot of football to be played. Low. Ohio, Ohio State. They still got Michigan on the skate on the schedule. Same with Michigan. They got Ohio State. They got Penn State on the schedule. Georgia. They still have a. They still have Missouri. They still have Tennessee. They still have Old Miss on the schedule, and okay. And the way Georgia Tech is pulling off wins, Georgia Tech might 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 be a problem. Florida State with Willie really for Florida State is pretty much Miami, and uh, I think it's pretty much Miami and Florida. That's about it for them. As I'm looking at this schedule, yeah, it's pretty much Miami and Florida, and they should be slated to the ACC championship game because they just doing things. Speaking of which, let's go to the standards right here. As you see, Florida State on top 6-0 in conference play, 8-0 overall. Sitting at number two and looking good to be poised to go to the ACC championship game to go against Florida State is the Louisville Cardinals 4-1. Right now, 7-1 overall right behind it is the Virginia Tech Hogan's for some reason. I don't know how. They are 3-1 in conference play. They are 4-4 overall. They non-conference schedule was ridiculous. Same with Georgia Tech. They are 3-2 in conference play, 4-4 overall. and they go by conference schedule. They go by conference wins in these conferences. So the fact that Virginia Tech and Georgia Tech are ahead of UNC and Duke is amazing to me. Good luck to, and you see Clemson already down here, two and four in conference play. Just abysmal. Just abysmal. That's the ACC. The Big Ten, we already know. Oh, the Big 12. Let's go to the Big 12 first. Oklahoma still at top of the standards at 4 and 1 in conference play, followed by Iowa State, who is 4 and 1, Oklahoma State 4 and 1, Texas 4 and 1, Kansas State 4 and 1, Kansas 3 and 2, West Virginia 3 and 2. Ooh, it's no clear cut favorite right now because what is going on here is a lot of football to be played and there's a lot of rooms for improvement. Oklahoma's not a clear-cut favorite to make it to a championship game, but they better. Now let's go to the Big Ten. Michigan sits on top right now at 5-0. Ohio State 5-0. Penn State 4-1 with the lose to Ohio State. Then Rutgers, Maryland, Indiana, Michigan State. Nobody cares about those. The Big Ten in West is up for grabs. Three and two is Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin, Nebraska. Then you have Northwestern at 2-3, Purdue and I are both at 1-4. It don't matter. Whoever wins the West is going to get their ass whipped by the team who wins the East. It was to be between Ohio State and Michigan, eh, per usual. Let's head to the Pat 12 The Pat 12 Washington sitting at 5-0 right now. USC 5-1, Oregon 4-1. USC and Oregon still have to face off. Washington and USC still have to face off. USC and UCLA still got to face off. Okay, you got Oregon State 3-2, Utah 3-2, Arizona 3-2, UCLA 3-2. I do believe Oregon or State still got a face-off. There's a lot of games left in the in the pack 12 so this ain't a clear-cut deal, but Washington looks like the favorite thus far right now. And finally, the SEC in the East. Georgia controls their destiny at 5-0 in conference play. Missouri also controls their destiny because they have a date with Georgia coming up. Florida 3-2, Tennessee 3-2. Kentucky, 2-3, and three, and South Carolina, Vanderbilt, nowhere to be found. In the West, Alabama undefeated, 5-0, and o, followed by Ole Miss, 4-1. One. That one loss come to the Crimson Tide in Tuscaloosa. LSU, 4-1. One. That one loss come to Ole Miss at Oxford, Michigan, at Oxford, Mississippi. That's what we see. Alabama and LSU due, are due to play each other. And then everybody else is, doesn't matter. So there you go. That is the gridiron roundup. We have a lot of football left to be played. So with that being said, another commercial break when we come back. We're going to go on a campus tour. Playmakers' ball is proudly sponsored by Fanatics. Fanatics, the number one shop where sports fans across the world love to get their sports gear and fend them all. A wide selection of gears from every league, including the NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, the NCAA, and of course the WWE. But it is football, basketball, baseball, hockey, even soccer, golf, no matter what sport it is. Their sports appeal for every fan of every sports, fanatics with sports fan shop and officially license everything. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. And y'all seen the graphic. It's time to go on a campus tour. And to begin our campus tour, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to start off in the Big 12 in Austin, Texas. Where's the Seven ring? Long hosting the 23rd ring. Wildcats of Kansas State. Big game. Big noon kickoff, 12 p.m. on Fox. It's going to be a big one year. Texas wins. They keep in striking distance of we'll making it to the Big 12 championship game. A loss to Kansas State. I just saw you. you just saw the standings not that long ago, and it is problematic for the Texas Longhorns as they get ready to exit the Big Twelve for the SEC next year. From Austin, Texas, going up to Oxford, Mississippi, a big game in the SEC was number tenth ranked Oh Miss hosting Texas A&M. Even though Texas A&M is is pretty far behind right now in the standards they are three and two in play they need to make up some wins and have some team loses but they are an absurd mississippi to take on the old miss rebels ladies and gentlemen i like i like to see this game this is 12 p.m on espn right across from kansas state Texas and so you got a couple of big games at the noon kickoff time slot big 12 sec games to watch in the noon slot from the new slot we head to the 330 slot, the lovely slot going to the Big Ten. Maryland, ladies and gentlemen, will be hosting 11 ranked Penn State. The Terrapins has not been looking good this season, the Terrapins have been struggling this season. There should be no reason for Penn State not to win this game, but we know how home foot advantage works throughout the Dark football. Maryland 5 and 3 on the season with Penn State 7 1. It might not be a pushover for the Maryland Terrapins. They might come out ready to swing and handle business at home, defend home turf. But James Franklin, you lost another big game. You lost another game to Ohio State. You still got Michigan coming up. Handle business against Maryland, or you will find yourself in a deeper hole. From the state of Maryland, we head all the way down to Athens, Georgia. the SEC on CBS, the 2nd reign and two-time-ranking reigning national champion, the Georgia Bulldogs, hosting 12th-ranked and surprising team of the SEC, the Missouri Tigers. Uh, It's going to be interesting here. Both teams control their destiny. Georgia Bulldogs 8-0, Missouri 7-1. The winner of this game pretty much has the inside track to making it to Atlanta, Georgia, for the SEC championship game. Georgia wants to go for that three-feet. Missouri wants to get back there for the first time in mean, so many years when he first on the scene to the SEC. Big one over the hedges in Athens, Georgia. From Athens, Georgia, that's us head to Stillwater, Oklahoma. It's Betlam, ladies and gentlemen. The final Betlam, oh, we know it, because OU is coming to the SEC. So this one right here, I'm inspecting fireworks left and right. Cause this is the last and final time for the foreseeable Future between the ninth rank Sooners of Oklahoma against the 22nd ranked Cowboys of Oklahoma State. 330. ABC It's gonna get nasty in stillwater. Mike Gundy gets his last shot at the Sooners. And you know, Brent Vidal, he gets his second and final shot at Mike Gundy and Oklahoma State Cowboys. These teams, don't, these teams just don't hate each other. They can't stand each other. It's going to get ugly. It's going to get violent. But who comes out on top of the final Bedlam? That will be this Saturday at 3.30 on ABC. Oklahoma still Oklahoma. It's going down. Don't miss it. And then uh, game of the week, ladies and gentlemen. I know I didn't play the graphic, but never play it for you. So Tuscaloosa, Alabama. The SEC West showdown. 745 on CBS. It's the rivalry that's been taking over college football. The 14 ranked LSU Tigers are going in hostile territory to take on the 8th rank Clemson Tide of Alabama. Nick Saban circled this game. Remember I told you he circled, he circled, he circled the game last, when he circled that game against Texas A&M last time? You see what he did to him. He circled this game after what Brian Kelly and the LSU Tigers did to them in Dev Valley last year. Nick Saban circled this game. Be very worried if you are. LSU Tigers be very ready, because guess what? Nick Saban is ready. He is ready for payback, and it's in prime time. Yes, sir. Brad Lesnar Gary Danielson are on the call. Alabama, LSU. Winner pretty much is going to Atlanta, because guess what? Alabama already beat Ole Miss, even though Ole Miss beat LSU. Alabama wins, they pretty much like they said, Going to the SEC Championship game. LSU wins. That might put us up closer to getting there with but a pretty much tough game left on left to go for Ole Miss. So we should see on that one. And now, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of ways, y'all saw Snowman early today. Thank you, Snowman, for coming on. This is the game he is calling. Saturday, 745. He has the pregame starting at 7 p.m. Kickoff is at 745. You just follow go to youtube.com slash at snowman multimedia. Get ready to watch the game and listen to snowman call football like you never heard play calling done before. Play by play with Brian Snow, LSU, Alabama. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the extra point fan vote. And with 78% of the votes, ladies and gentlemen, you voted for or- Oregon State. Going to bowl to Colorado, They they gon' coach prime and the Buffaloes. 10 p.m. ESPN is a nice one in the Pac-12. Oregon State trying to keep up with the Top Guns, but in Colorado still trying to find themselves two more wins to get bowl eligible for once. Can Coach Prime get two wins out of this schedule? Can Coast Prime find two wins, and those two wins got to be upsets? Cause right now you have Oregon State, then you have Arizona next week, then you have Washington State the week after that, and then you finish the season at Utah. You're home to Oregon State, you're home to Arizona, you go to Washington State, and you go to Utah. Can Coast Prime find two big wins left to be bowl eligible? And for Oregon State, they can't suffer another loss. Oregon State suffering a lot of loss. It ends their season and a chance for a run at the Pac-12 championship. It's going to be a hell of a fight in Boulder, Colorado. But let's see if Oregon State can handle business like the other teams have, like the Oregon's have done, like the USC's have done. Handle business and get the job done against Coach Prime and Colorado. Quick break, because that was our campus tour. Quick break, come back, and I got to give you my picks. The playmaker's law is sponsored by Liz. Locker rooms by Liz. Shop hats and official sports gear at Liz. Liz, the leading and number one destination for hats, gears, and everything that moves you. Make it a perfect shop for fans to find official sports hats merchandise, and gears represent your team, your town, and your style with a snapback, adjustable, fitted hat, or beanie from thousands of college and professional teams. Browse the very latest jerseys and t-shirts for the best teams out there. Liz has officially licensed professional and college sports teams apparel and hats featuring the hottest brands and trends. Shop online or visit one of the hundred stores across the country. Locker by Liz. And they jump right into it. Give me the Texas Longhorns to defend home turf. Get another big W over the Kansas State Wildcats. They keep their spot lit up going forward for a Big 12 championship matchup down in Jerry's world. Now, that's Texas. Give me the old Miss Rebels to also defend their home turf against Jimbo Friesen and Texas A&M. Lane gets another big win. He keeps his spot going in the SEC West. Trying to keep it with Alabama. I'm hoping Alabama will slip up sometime, some way, so that Lane Kiffin can slide in there and take over. But hey, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. Lane Kiffin beats Jimbo Fisher. Come on, man. I'm working with Penn State. James Franklin can't lose this game. He can't. I don't see James Franklin losing this game on the road against Maryland. He does what he gotta do. He gets the thing, he keeps the ship rolling in the right direction after that loss to Ohio State. James Franklin, Penn State handle business over Maryland. Woo boy, I went back and forth on this one, but give me the two-time reigning national champions. Now if this game was in Missouri. I might have picked Missouri if I ain't gonna lie to you. Missouri has got a team; they've been looking good. But it's in Athens, Georgia. It's over the hedges. Walking with the bulldogs, they came out their best performance against my Florida Gators. The final betlam of the, for the known future. I picked Oklahoma to win the Big Twelve, and I'm sticking with the Sooners. Okay, the Sooners go into Stillwater, Oklahoma. Brent was he's cussing his team out for that performance that they had in Kansas. At Kansas, he cussing them out. He letting them know, and this is the final Bedlam. You better show up. You better send a message not only to Oklahoma State. Not only to the Big 12, but to the playoff committee who put you ninth for your freaking loss to Kansas. of and Oklahoma—they sent a message using the Oklahoma State and Mike gunney as it. Game of the week. I don't go against Nick Saban at home. I don't pick against Nick Saban and Tuscaloosa. Give me Nick Saban over Brian Kelly. And by the way, Brian Kelly don't win big games in a way. He'll find a way to lose this game. LSU probably played good at first. And then Brian Kelly and his team will find a way to lose this game. Give me the LSU, Give me the Alabama Crimson Tide over the LSU Tigers. And then the fan asked to point vote. Give me Oregon State. DJ Ugar on the Oregon and that Beavers team will go in the boulder. They will hand coach Brown another loss. That will be his first loss of the season. I don't remember the last time Coach Prime lost this many games in the season, but he'll hand they will hand him his fist off. And he'll be going to the and board saying, all right, next year we'll be better. This is plain and simple because I don't see two wins for Coach Prime to get them both eligible. I just don't. Oregon State, Arizona, Washington State, and Utah. I just don't see it. I could be wrong. I would love to be wrong because I want to see Coach Prime have success. But not this year. Not this year. So, with that being said, here we go. Give me the Texas Longhorns. Give me the old Miss Rebels. Give me the Penn State of line. Give me the Ring Defender Two-Town. That's the champion in Georgia Bulldogs. Give me the Oklahoma Sooners. Give me the Alabama Crimson Tide. And for my extra Point pick, give me the Oregon State Beavers. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank you to Snowman for joining me one last time. Y'all enjoy y'all weekend. Y'all have fun. I'll let you know how I did. And we'll be going forward. For those of you who want to know, I went five and one last week. I am 36 and 18 on the season. Looking to continue to build on that momentum that I got going on. We'll find out next week. Until then, peace and love. Have a good one. You just experienced Baron Down and Gridiron, hosted by Donnell the Playmaker Silence, in collaboration with Archibald's Football. Bear Down and Gridiron is sponsored by Liz Fanatics and Paramount Plus. If you enjoyed today's show and would like to make a donation, you can donate via Cash up at dollar sign, The Playmakers at dollar sign, The Playmakers. Remember, Bearing Down and Gridiron is available on all podcast directories, right including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. And for Apple Podcast lovers, leave us a rate review. Let us know what you enjoy about today's episode that you're listening to. Tune again next time for more bearing down the gridiron hosted by the plateman